Hey there, it's Antonio Wakawelli, and welcome to your new favorite podcast, MMR Talks, which is hopefully the last name change for this wonderful series. Uh, I want to thank everyone uh, for coming in today. Uh, let's meet our uh, contributors. I am James Askins, uh, Mass Music employee, Shlomo Bo's right hand man, future uh, podcast host, and content creator. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? I'm Vinny Cristiani. I'm a plumber. I like to work with my hands. Funny story, first time I was here, I fixed the toilet for the studio. So I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. I just, I love this place and I want to do everything I can to make sure it flourishes and becomes as great as it has to wow. be, you know? Oh, man. If it wasn't for Vinny, we would be up Shit's Creek, literally. <laughs> so, no paddles, only spoons. And of course, our director, uh, good old CEO of Mass Music Radio, Shlomo Bo's here today. Shlomito is in the building. Yes, sir. It's good to have you guys here. Good to be back at the Mass Music Radio headquarters. And today's topic is something uh, very near and dear to, I guess, everybody here, myself included, is uh, friendship. It is. We're going to be talking about friendship today. So um, I think the first point I want to ask everybody is um, how has the people in this room, how have we made friends co- in the past like compared to now? Because I think making friends now as adults is either a lot harder or a lot simpler than when you were like as kids. Mm-hmm. So for example, um, when you're like a kid, it's a lot easier to kind of make friends because you're in, you're in school because you're, you're kind of forced to share a space with at least 20 other kids for like – a whole year and you know at some point you're gonna make friends with somebody so a lot of the people who well not a lot of the people but like a lot of good people that i know i've made friends with because i was trapped in them with with school school yeah is definitely a big contributor to just the friend list that i have today um but it goes further than that depends on like the the time and place like i have friends from work i have friends from school Mm -hmm. from i mean from sports like there's so many different levels to it but yeah, I agree. There's something about sharing that common, you know, bond of like, yo, we are trapped in this building for six hours. Like, you got, we might you as got, well, you yeah, we might as well to work somebody. together, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of my core friends are definitely from school. But uh, thinking about this topic, it's kind of refreshing to be here in the Mass Music Studio because uh, I really think about the my newest friends, which for me, yeah, I'm, I'm getting older. I'm 23 years old. It's It's definitely harder to make friends now. But um, I would think back to the, the friends I've recently made and some of my uh, closest ones now where I was introduced to here in the Mass Music Studio, which is a really cool spot because obviously how creative, uh, how many creative people step up in here and it's it's mm-hmm. been uh, very a, a blessing, truly. I feel like the social gatherings when you're younger, they just they just evolve into into different things when you're an adult, like instead of being confined in school and you're there and every, everything sucks for eight hours you know what i mean you're just banging it out but you're making good friends and you're just you're it's almost like you have to talk to everybody because you want to get to know everyone you don't want to mm-hmm. be the only one who doesn't have you know a social circle but then that evolves into going out to the bars and yep. going on vacations with friends of other friends or family members who you meet and it's just it all evolves and it's all just it's awesome to meet new people yeah. you know like it's just, so i don't lit. know that's just I feel the opposite. I actually, I'm like, it's funny because I am a very social person and yeah, I am a very positive person. Same. But um, off, yep. the prospect of, <laughs> sorry about that, my friend Magic Mike, who I met here. Um, <laughs> uh, it's it's the prospect of meeting new people. I'm kind of, I'm kind of very standoffish and I, I do kind of struggle opening up uh, out of the gate. Mm-hmm. But 
um, overall, I am very positive and I'd love to meet new people. But at the same time, I definitely have a shield up. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. Um, going off of briefly what someone brought up, um, has anybody? Does anybody here have like friends? that were kind of suggested to them by their parents. Like mainly like if your parents have friends and they kind of make it so that you would be friends with their like their fr- their friends' children. Hmm. Like I, I, I don't. Not so much as an adult, but when you're younger. Yeah, as a younger. You basically when you when you're surrounded by your neighbors and they also have younger kids and everything, the parents kind of, you know, like bring them all together so that you have friends as a child and you learn how to play sports and, you, you know, you do your own thing. But – yeah, definitely when you're a child, but not obviously too much when I'm older. That's a great point, though. Neighbors, like my first friends were all my neighbors. Mm-hmm. Martin, little Kevin, uh, every, literally every single person in my neighborhood, even like some of my brother's friends who were from around the way, like those are my first little homies. Do you think it's harder to make friends now as adults? Like just like, like for example, like say you get a job in Omaha and you have to pick up and go to Omaha and you have to start – from nothing and you have to make like a life there like i think to me the prospect of that just sounds really hard like not that i'm not up for a challenge but obviously you have to you know work out from like neighbors and co-workers to just like meeting people do you guys think uh, making friends as an adult is harder than compared to being making friends as kids well almost as a male i feel like um for a while almost the only time i'd even have a new friend and this is why a couple years ago when i kind of thought about this and i was in a relationship very serious one. So a lot of my time was uh, dedicated to the relationship. The only time I'd have a prospect of a new male friend was when I'd get tied into uh, in a double date, which is like <laughs> the most uncomfortable situation because what do you – because now, okay, yeah, I have a girlfriend and she hangs out with a friend that she's she's known for a long time, very, very um, comfortable friendship from them. Then I am tasked with hanging out with this guy who I have no, <laughs> yep. don't know. no knowledge of. And it, so immediately it's like – you like sports? Yep. Okay, good. Like yeah. we can we can we can we have <laughs> banter about sports. That, and yeah. if it's not sports, um it's 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 tough to get to know someone in that type of situation. And uh it's it's never it's it's definitely harder to 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 become friends in that situation. Oh yeah. Totally agree. I think the good thing about making friends as adults is you kind of set your own parameters and your own priorities now. Like when you were kids like, "Can I go to James's house?" No, we got to go to church. But now, like, I'm, I'm, I'm like 29 years old. I can go to whoever the hell's house I'd like. Right. So you can make like friendships. Like, I'm trying to figure out like how the proper way to say it. You can like go and get it. Like, you don't have to wait. Like, if you had like friends in school, you had to wait to go back to school. But mm-hmm. now, as adults, you want to maintain your friendships. It's like up to you to go and like you know go go get it. Yeah, it makes it almost a little bit more of a task. But it's like when you go out of your way to reach out to people, that's like. That's everything. You know, you got to keep tabs on people. Everyone's busy, but it's like, yo, if you, you, you truly care about a friend, like you're going to, you're going to need to reach out. I mean, it's hard to reach out though, because when you, when you, when you're out of school, you don't have uh, sports or certain classes or leisure time when you're in that situation. It's, it's harder to have the opportunity to. That's I would true. Say. Mm-hmm. That's true. Especially when you're working too. Like, oh I, yeah. I, I know for a fact, once I, when I get out of work, like maybe I'll go and go get a beer with some of my buddies sometimes, but well, I just like to go see them too, but it's just a matter of. Like I want to get these boots off. I want to get in the shower. You but know that brings I mean? in another question of a uh, hilarious um, coworker friendships, which like oh okay, now God. all of a sudden yeah, I'm, right. I'm friends with a 54 year old drunk man that I happen to spend <laughs> eight hours a day with just because of uh, situational right. reasons. So. It's because your job, because you're there together and you're just making the best of your situation that you yeah. got to do. Yeah. Do you guys have a favorite coworker? 
I have so many favorite coworkers. <laughs> um, I work with a lot of um, people who are like older than me, like like who are older than me. And I'm a very, like I said, I'm a very outgoing person and I just make myself available. And a lot of people who I started working with, I see are like great friends and mentors and they care a lot about me. But the people who like when I, when I'm coworkers, like if I get like paired with them, because where I work, I'm always like, I always usually have a different assignment, not that much anymore because mm-hmm. everything's closed. But when I'm working with someone who like, I know is like, like cool, we're cool. It's like, we have a good time like preparing and then like when 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 work happens we're just we're just there having a good time oh yeah Makes because it go i feel fast because well. i feel like when as employees when you when it looks like you're having a good time i think that rubs off on your patrons oh yeah they're like oh they're happy to be here i'm happy to be here and that's what and that's what management wants because that's who signs my checks <laughs> yes sir and um Let's talk briefly about uh, friendship on the internet because that's something that kind of has like spurred over the last like 20 years of just like going to chat rooms and then like there's one person in the chat room. This is how old it is that you that you exclusively talk to and then you exchange emails. Sometimes you never meet the person in your entire life. Like say like you're, you're playing like Xbox and there's someone you always play with and you guys talk with them. Do you guys think there's like a difference – of having friends on the internet compared to having like a personal like formal relationship with someone like you can see them you can talk to them all the time hell yeah hell yeah i mean it's definitely different <laughs> it's way different but at the same time like there's always that one friend like i've you know when i was growing up there was friends on xbox live where it's like i've never met this person i don't probably don't even know where they live but like we're just a great team like halo 3 like let's go like i know he's got my back i've never met this dude but just time and time again he's proved himself like it's a different type of bond where it's like, yo, we literally went to war together. <laughs> that's a good point. Like, you know? It's just that one guy. I remember only having the one the one uh, random friend on Xbox who I didn't know personally, but we always played zombies together. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, you know what I mean? Good just, times. <laughs> my earliest uh, recollection of, a, of an internet friendship is pretty hilarious. I mean, probably not the, not the first, but uh, I definitely think it's worth mentioning that like 13 years old on MySpace slash AIM, you just be one. Wandering, wandering around the internet, and the fact of um, I could just—and this is a true story—I just I had a, a girlfriend in New York, uh, twenty years old, <laughs> when I was thirteen, and we would just communicate on AIM. She had no idea I was thirteen, obviously, <laughs> and we just—it was just strictly chatting on AIM. Uh, James Askins ninety nine. If anyone wants to chat, um, <laughs> and it's it's just funny how you know that's. That that's the one of the first internet uh, friendships I can remember making and thinking thinking it was pretty hilarious. So you were spinning game at a young age, bro, thirteen. Well, it was it was the the age of MySpace and everything was pretty new and uh, yeah, just just trying to get trying to get after. Of course, she had no idea how old I was and she she was she was goth, which I thought was pretty cool. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and yeah, it just uh, could have been your future wife, man. Yeah, who knows if you're out there if you're hearing this podcast somehow. Uh, Actually, you know what? She wasn't. She wasn't that all, all that pretty. It was just kind of. It's kind of. That's all right, man. Yeah. You know, my away message is probably still on from like '04. So, <laughs> all my aim friends are probably gone. I used to. I used to talk to Smarter Child. It was like a robot. <laughs> you were talking to the robots on AIM? No. I no? Never, I was never on it. Oh. I remember being in seventh grade and like, I was like, are you on AIM and her name? And I was talking to AIM. I'm like, what the hell is AIM? Well, we're talking about best friends soon and uh, like how many best friends you can have. I remember it was a very big deal uh, on MySpace to have a oh. top, a top. I think it was like options with top three, top five, top oh. seven. Yeah. And it really, it really showcased like, okay, these, this is my crew. And if you went up there, it, it was a big deal. 
Oh yeah, MySpace was a big, big deal. Just in general, like whatever song you had on there, like I used to try to find like the illest, illest music. You come to my page, there'd be like money falling down. That was low key, like it helped with uh, some early graphic design work. Some of the stuff I do now with coding, which is nuts. But that's a whole nother tangent. And ter- and in terms of um like newer internet uh, relationships, it's I'm a very active on Twitter, and whenever yeah. I get someone that consistently shows me love on my rants on twitter tweets whatever and and interact with me and i have a couple of them which like i had very few real life social interactions with them Mm -hmm. but just because they like will swim me a favorite or a retweet it's like man like that that means the world to me that's like (laughs) that's like a hug to my heart (laughs) oh yeah you don't know what a retweet means to people like us um going off of we were briefly talking about on best friends so when do you finally consider someone as like a best friend is there like a sort of length of time that has to pass is there a personal threshold like like you have to share a secret or something when do you finally consider someone as a best friend hmm. that's a tough one definitely length of time i think i feel like it's all it's all considered different in someone else's mind on what mm-hmm. a best friend can be to somebody Someone a best you could your best friend could have helped you out of a really tough situation that you couldn't help yourself out of, and you consider them your brother now. That's your best friend. Mm-hmm. You helped them, and they helped you, and now you guys are flourishing together. It's just it can mean so many different things, and I think friendship in general doesn't have a true definition. You know, it's just if you were to try to make some kind of best friend math equation, I think it would be length times experience mm. plus fun. <laughs> divided by how comfortable you are talking to them yep. and, and about personal d- issues mm-hmm. and stuff. Yep, mm-hmm. and parentheses. Um, <laughs> you know, it's there is no actual yeah. math equation, but you know, all those things factor in. A lot of variables. I, I think that like Definitely. a good like length of time is the good initial way to start. Like if you've been like talking with someone every day for a couple months. And, like, I think you consider them, you know, pretty close. And you get to, like, in-length conversations. Mm-hmm. And obviously what Vinny was talking about was the personal threshold of, like, helping you through something. Even if you just meet someone and, like, within the first, like, maybe, like, two months and they're, like, really, like, guiding you through life, I think you can definitely, o- openly, definitely consider them as a as a best friend. I think for me, uh, personally, it has always kind of been... Uh, length of time and even like time of day. Like I remember like sometimes I would spend most of the day with the same group of people. And this is like mainly in college. And I feel like there's a sort, there has to be like a sense of obviously a sense of trust. Like they're going to tell you, like they're going to air your, their laundry to you and you're going to air their laundry to them. And when you believe that they can hold on to it and not put it out on the, on the hit, on the wires for everyone to mm-hmm, see. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the personal thresholds that someone can use to, you know, indicate whether someone can be considered as a best friend or not. There's one simple test. If if I tell you something, I tell you it's TTG, which is to the grave, like you do not tell a soul. Mm-hmm. If you keep the, if you keep that, you know, true to heart, there's there's definitely some uh, some deeper levels of friendship there. But if Turns out you, you tell that TTG story, moment, whatever it is, there may never be that level of friendship. Mm-hmm. There's just certain things, certain mm-hmm. lines you don't cross between friends and it can, I guess it can happen to anyone, you know? Oh, yeah. Is there something that like someone can do to just like immediately just, just, just point, they like, have like a wave of flag to you? Of like I'm like a I am a worthy person. I'm not what people 
would want to not be associated with like i'm a trustworthy person and i'm a good friend is there like any good traits that we look for besides you know uh well not not honestly well honestly yeah but like commitment mm-hmm. to um the wishes of like secrecy is there anything else that people can do hmm like any 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 other positive traits that we like identify with people being good friends other than just like what we described i think if someone is more i think when people introduce you to like their personal selves not like just like their own secrets but like their family life and like right. i think when you go over to someone's house a lot and they kind of they literally leave vulnerability and they literally they literally open their homes to you mm. and i think that can definitely be something up for consideration oh yeah that's a that's a great point i think i i personally look for um for making friends if the person if i feel that the person is trying to gain something out of our relationship which is you know outside of actual friendship i kind of that, that kind of shook a red flag to me you know mm-hmm. and i i i noticed that and especially um you know nowadays it's like what can you do for me it's not what what i can what I, what I, what can i do for other people it's what i what, what can you do for me and i i like people that are just very genuine mm-hmm. and and um look to help first before looking to get help or whatever like that um cuz that's that's how i feel i i try to perceive myself like i'm a person that will will do anything for my friends mm-hmm. and um i i don't like selfishness i'll say that yeah mm-hmm. And going off of, um, let me let me pose a question to you guys. Can someone like the people here? Can someone have more than one best friend? Definitely. Explain. So, for example, uh, right off the bat, I have a best friend from California. My friend Aaron, best friend, right hand man. But I don't see him every day. I don't talk to him every day. But that's still my best friend. Mm. But it's a different best friend than you guys here. Different than. My friends in Amherst, like it could be, I guess it's, it depends on the the place, but I mean, even in Quincy Point, like I have multiple best friends where it's like, I think Vinny mentioned earlier where it's like, you go go past, (laughs) you go past like best friends and it's like your brothers, like your family, like, you know, everything about this person, like you grew up together, literally like, like brothers. So, so we have a yes. I'm also kind of leaning towards a yes. I do have. Like my best friend who I grew up with for 15 years and I have my friends from college. I have the people from here. But going off of what we consider best friend, I do have a best friend who would be the first among equals. Bubba. (laughs) Bubba. (laughs) But who would be the first among equals purely because of seniority. Like like one of my best friends has like like three times the amount of lifetime with me than mm-hmm. some of the other people that I know. Like I can share what I want with a lot of my friends, but I do have someone who is like the first among equals, like someone who I just happen to know the longest. And if that opportunity were given to some of my other friends, I think then they would be up at that level. Yeah. So I think there can be a yes as well. And what do you guys think? So I do believe that the the idea of a best friend it's so fluid to the point where you can you can have multiple – I think you can have multiple best friends personally just because you have your social circle like I was talking about earlier, your friends that you see every weekend. You know, maybe not their, you're not their best friends. You hit them up to go get a drink maybe or you – you know, but there's some, there's some people that you have that are really close to you. You grew up together. You guys were all neighbors. You went on family vacations. You guys are still friends to this day, mm-hmm. you know, 17 years, 18 years. 
I consider that person Cody. Cody Desmond. I consider that. You know, he's like my brother. He's my family. There's a lot. There's a lot of people in my life that are like that, and I think that they just are more than best friends. They're they're, they're my family. Help me out, and I've helped them out, and that's oh, what you yeah. were ta- that's what you were talking about too, James. Just mutually wanting each other to thrive and help each other whenever you can. Oh yeah, I mean, if we're talking about like seniority, like you brought up too, my neighbor Martin. I've known him from the day he was born. Like he's a year, two year two younger than me. But uh, growing up, like our families were like this, lived across the street, and uh, went to the Air Force. Didn't see him very much over the course of three years, and then uh, he came home for about a month in, uh, in the, like the middle of October, and came to the studio. We were hanging out for like two weeks straight, and he was like, "Man, I'm bored. Like, I need a vacation. I want to go to Miami or something." At the time, I was stressed. I was like, "You know what? Like, I could also use a vacation." And so, <laughs> we just booked a flight the next day to uh, to go to Puerto Rico. We spent like five days there. Wow! And you know, it's just so funny because it was the most like carefree trip. Um, you know, just like laughing and reminiscing on stuff. Like, you know, it's. It's one of those things where you, you can you can not see your best friend for years, and then once you get you know get together, it's just right back to it. Yeah, exactly. The, the That's answer, such a good feeling. The answer for me is definitely yes. I have three best friends: uh, Shlomo Bo, <laughs> Jack you. Quinn, and Steve Quinn. Hmm. And what's interesting about those three is um, I, I like this question a lot because I was thinking about like okay, like so I have a, somewhat of an idea of a sh- for a podcast slash YouTube show called uh, Drink Your Tears, where it's tier <laughs> list you make rankings, and uh, so I think of like. Friends, I'm like, okay, so best friends, those be those three, Shlomo Bo, Steve Quinn, Jack Quinn. Um, all three of those have the same thing in common where I have known them for each 17 years, mm. which I think is like... Oh, my God. Yeah, so which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, but then right below that, I think I have ride or dies, which I really would have... I have friends which I would ride or die for, which I think you two would be in. Everyone, oh, in, that QP, everyone in that QP group chat would oh, be yeah. in. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely possibility for having best friends it's funny because like steve quinn was my first ever best friend and um seniority yeah so after after like first grade i think what was it uh after third grade i moved back to my hometown of springfield massachusetts Mm. and i had not seen him for a very long time and um but still that friendship was there um and even now it's been a few years uh he, he had a kid um Two year, almost two years. Almost ago. two years ago, and he's he's, he's become a full time dad, and hopefully has other, a job too. But um, I definitely don't see him as much, or even talk to him. But still, that friendship will always be there, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with J- JQ. Like the, for a while, me and JQ, I was basically his roommate, and our, our friendship was he. Yeah, he was my number one best friend. I would say um, he moved to Mansfield. Uh, he, still, still my best friend, obviously, but. Um, don't we don't spend as much consistent time together shlomo bo uh he's he's given me a job and he's <laughs> we went to puerto rico six months ago oh again God. 17 17 years and uh he's 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 my best friend so uh it's definitely possible to have more than one best friend definitely i thought you're gonna say 17 years in the biz i'm like wow look at you <laughs> right uh, no, I, this, uh, I have two like controversial things to Uh-oh, talk here about. We go. Yes. Let's get it's spicy. Not like, it's, not like, ready. it's not bad. How do you feel about having black friends? <laughs> oh my no, 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 that's not I it. love having black friends. Um, shout out to Junior Mead, Joe Dougie Mosley, but both of them have kind of ghosted me. Oh. And it's, it makes me a bit sad to say it, but um, but those, again, uh, would definitely consider to be ride or dies. Like if, yeah. if they were ever in danger or needed my help for anything, I probably would die for them, so... 
we'll talk into that in more length later. But I think something that's a lot that we tiptoe around for us, especially all of us are men. We're working on getting more females on this network. But it's about us having female friends, having friends of the opposite sex. What do you think – do you think there's like a difference of having – like you definitely have like your male friends. But then at the same time, you also have your female friends. Are they treated any differently? I truly struggle with um, <clears throat> excuse me, the fine line of uh, making the friendship with a, with a female not sexual. Um, th- but that's just me. I, I thing is I'm a single man. I've been single for most of my life and it's just – it's Damn. hard not to have female friends that don't become more than friends. But the thing is I truly miss high school in this sense because I had so many – female friends or, or platonic friendships and i do like just um hanging out with girls talking to girls like ha- hearing them hearing their perspective on things and their their point of views and um and i i do truly enjoy spending time with females and the thing which i loved spending time with females too is because if you become friends with a girl uh they often introduce you to their other friends right who yes. then become oh wow he's cute <laughs> he, he he probably hosts a podcast. He could probably you know he could probably hold me down, and then that's when you start relationships based off female friends that hooked you up. But I'm, few and far in between for me personally right now. It's tough, but and I you know I'm, I'm I make a lot of really uh, friendships slash relationships off with females now really based off Tinder and Bumble internet. So and but those are usually romantic type relationships. So it's 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 tough. I, I definitely would love to have more female friends. Definitely. That aren't, like, yeah, that aren't. As a, as a friend, I try to be very caring and like either way, like sometimes you know, I definitely would cross the line with certain things, but it is hard as like, you know, as there, there definitely is sexual tension no matter what. Like if you're hanging out, it depends on what you're doing as well. But um, yeah, it's, it's tough, but having female friends is great. I think it's, it's, it's an opportunity to discuss certain things that you, like I wouldn't discuss with my boys, mainly shorties. Cause like, who who else knows better than a shorty to to give you good advice? So, growing up, I kind of had the the inverse. Growing up, most of my friends were girls. Through I would say at least till high school, where things kind of leveled out. Then college, things were main level, and now as an adult, it's completely switched. I have more male friends than female friends now. But I. But I, you got. I raise the quality. A lot of the women friends I have, I can have the same conversations as if I were having with with guy friends. Mm-hmm. And the thing about um, the sexual tension between um, men and women, especially when you're having friends, I think I'm I'm trying to figure out. Like, I think it's something we can debate about if it should be not like addressed, but I feel like like I, I'm friends with women, and sometimes you just have to let your intentions be known because I think down the line we'll have a full actually we'll be talking about it later today um, if you let your intentions be known then you don't have to worry about it that's a good point like sometimes when I was in college if I had a dream where I lusted for a female friend and it was very it was very quote unquote good dream I told them right away I go because hey I go hey guess what I had a dream. It's very bold. <laughs> yeah. No, because we're cool. I go, hey, I had a dream where you and I had sex. It was, it was really cool. They go, oh, then what happened? It was really weird, but I just had to tell you because I can't like hide that from you because I'm a good friend. There you go. I had an ex-girlfriend about two, two and a half years ago, and we met on Tinder. And so immediately when we first started hanging out, we went to the quarries, smoke a little blunt, whatever. And <laughs> As you do. And when I, when the thing is with me, and 
you can knock me, whatever. I'm very flirtatious. Mm. I am very with females. Right. I, I love. I'm very cl- uh, complimentary. I'm very like touchy. That touchy feely. That sounds a bit Trumpish, but like you know, very. I'm very. You know, very. I talk with my hands. I'm very like you know animated. Yeah, animated or ab- abrasive. I think, but maybe that's a bad word. I don't know. Um, but You're building a case against yourself. Like. <laughs> no, not not. Yeah, no. I'm I'm just very. I'm a. I don't know. I'm a physical. I'm a physical person. And I, sh- I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm emotional, mm-hmm. and I let things be known. I got. I was telling this girl, I'm like, like you're beautiful, this and that. And she immediately told me, like, like stop that. Like, um, even though we had matched on Tinder and we were hanging out for the first time, she's like, I don't like that, and we're just gonna be friends. Mind you, this eventually became my girlfriend of like a year. But Amelia, I was like, okay, wow, like that's that's a very newish thing to me where this girl kind of straight up like told me off right away and i respected that and i was like wow okay like if we're gonna be friends we're gonna be friends and i'm gonna cool my jets mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm whatever like we can be friends i have no problem with that whatsoever because she straight up told me right away hey cool your jets i just want to be friends C- completely dude. like johnny bravo me in a yeah. sense like i was putting the putting the <laughs> mac down flexing and she just absolutely <laughs> put me on my head <laughs> And you know what? I took like a champ, and I was I wasn't I wasn't sad about that. I'm like, all right, cool. Like I'm gonna have a genuine friendship. Cool, your and jets then, buster. Right. But then he didn't. But then, cool the but, jets. She, but then her jets got hot oh, and became. On. And once I moved to a few months later, I moved to Providence, and all of a sudden she hits me up and she's like, "Oh, what are you doing?" And she she came over, and I'm like expecting a friendship. I shove her in the friendship locker because she she's like, "Why aren't you making a move?" Type deal. I'm like because we're friends. You, we've already made this apparent. You roasted me, what? And then, and then she You're actually, and she ended up leaving. She ended up leaving in a very emotional state. Like she was like, like kind of ins- insulted by the whole ordeal, and which made me very confused. So she made it confusing to begin with. Correct. Um, but then you know, uh, after we had made up and like, talked more, a relationship ensued for mm. a, a year, which ended pretty badly. But uh, <laughs> it was very interesting the dynamic of that right away, the beginning of our friendship which was oh like i don't want a relationship with you and then and then she th- she flipped the script yeah, on I, you. I was genuinely excited not excited because obviously i got rejected in a sense but uh excited though to like okay like this girl doesn't want me like that i'm totally cool with just being, being home, platonic yeah. friends and smoking weed and having a good time without mm. sex even though i, I like sex <laughs> then it looks like he has a lot to say no, I just I don't know. I, I feel like I. Oh. oh, sorry about that. No, I, my legs are a little long. I just hit the table with my knee. But I feel like I've also grown up with female friends, like what, like mm-hmm. what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Like we had more female friends growing up and everything. And I, I feel like I always kind of had a balance because I'm a very social person, like like you, James. Like you're very out there. You wear your heart on your sleeve. You know, every time, every time, you know, they just you just act yourself. You act the way that you want to act because you're the man dude and like you just you want you want to you want to just have this have everyone know that you know that (laughs) that it's just it is what it is yeah it is what it is it's just you grow up people grow apart you know but there's always like there's still people like girls when i grew up with them i still talk to them now i've just actually worked on one of my um one of my closer friends houses not too long ago you know and it's just it's good to see them and like the friendship is still there even though i don't see it every now and again but mm-hmm. it's just it's just good it's good it's good yeah. to have all those different kinds of people in your life i got a question for y'all yeah so have you guys ever had a moment where like you you have a friend where you friend zone a girl and then she was just like she wanted to be more than friends and you were like not with it yeah 
I have. Haven't you? I have. And I'm usually the person who's just like, absolutely. I, w- I would love <laughs> nothing more than to, because my prospects out here are bad. You know the phrase, big fish in a small pond? I'm the rock in the pond. <laughs> People step on me and they go, ugh, and they throw me on land. Oh, my God. But you know, back Come to the back, but back to the point. You got to be able to make fun of yourself. <laughs> I have had that, and I well, that's, that's only happened to me once. So that's how great my track record is. No, that's not true. Twice. Uh, the first time it happened to me, I was. This is the first time I had to let, learn to let someone off easy, where I'm just all. I say, I literally said the most like every single corner line. I like you as a friend. Oh, and stuff it's not like you, that. it's me. <laughs> I said everything in like I had to listen that easy because like oh my, oh my god, I'm probably gonna lose a friend now because that's sometimes what happens. Like when you have initial going back to the question earlier, when you have romantic intentions and you start off as friends and then you kind of that lifeline gets cut, they're just gonna drop. So I had to, I had to, I had to let someone down. Like that, I think we're still we're still pretty good pals, and the most recent time that happened, we ended up going out, and yada yada yada. I'm single now. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, we're not gonna dive too much into Ooh, it. Don't want to get too spicy today. No, it's it's very <laughs> painful. <laughs> uh, has that happened? Has, has that happened to anybody else? Or have you said that to anybody? I think I actually said that to someone. It else happened too. to me one time. But this friend was one of my very first friends when I moved to California. And uh, she was very nice. I wasn't, like, a- attracted to her like that. Like, we were just good friends. And uh, I remember we went out to Dunkies. Like, we went to get some coffee because I was like, I was craving Dunkies. It was homesick. I was. And uh, she was super chill. Like, she was like, yo, you want to drive my car? I'm like, uh, yeah, I haven't drove in, like, wink, wink. two months. So I'm like, yeah, word. So I'm whipping. And, uh, like, I start driving. Like, she picks me up and she's like, oh, you can drive. I start driving, just whipping it, and then her hand just slowly, like, reaches on my hand, and I was like, what? Yo, like, mm. Yeah, but son tells me, Shlomo, that you're being very oblivious to the fact that maybe, potentially, this shorty probably was giving you the eyeballs the whole time, and you were just like, that's cool and all, but deep down, you knew what you were doing, and you you knew... No, dude, I was I was definitely taken back, bro. You're oblivious. You're yeah. like, I like having this as a friend. Because we were chilling, bro. We were definitely chilling. And she made that move, and I was just, I, I think we had a conversation where I was like, yo, I just want to be friends. We ended up being, like, you know, very platonic relationship. But, uh, yeah, that was interesting. It was the first time I was like, mm, what? Nah. Mm-hmm. Had, you know, I had to, like, I had to, like, have that conversation. And it, How I about ha- you? Yeah, I, ha- I had a work friend where I basically tried to, like, be more than friends. I didn't say that because, come on, I've, I've learned from my mistakes. Mm. But I see this person as someone I respect. I think they're very intelligent. I think they're very funny. And I want to get to know them more. And if that would lead... I want to get to know you. If that leads I into do, a relationship, then so be it. It worked. That's not what happened. But you don't get to... Because um, what, what, what ended up happening was I was talking to her. And I was talking her up before I hit her with the, do you want to go out with me? And she, she said, no. She let me down very easily. But... I'm an adult and I still want to be friends with this person. Like everything I said to you, I still mean and I still want us to be friends. So I'm a lot better. Yo, at, like, speaking of that, do you guys think that the, you know, I still want to be friends thing? Do you think that, do you think that works? Or it depends on the circumstance. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, about, we're about to get into it. Yeah, so right. the way that I, <laughs> the way that I talked about my story, 
I meant it. I'm just like, uh, oh, well then, yeah, that's fine. We can still be, I still respect you and I still want to, I still want to be your friend and I'm going to put in the work to not, because that's some, I, I brought up this earlier. Sometimes when you, di- when they say no to you and you want to go out with them, you just stop talking to them because you're embarrassed. But I meant it. And usually when I have something for someone and they, they say like they want to be friends, I'm going to hold them to it. And, you know, I'll definitely bring them more into that. But when I when I hear that, especially in regards to a like a former romantic entanglement, mm, I get in- I like that a former romantic entanglement. I get incredibly skeptical because in all of my experiences, it has not worked to the to the favor of the other person. But what do you guys think on it? Uh, no. Uh, you cannot be friends after you the relationship unless like the relationship was you know somewhat brief and y- y'all somehow ended up off good terms and there really wasn't any love there. If you if you go from loving someone and it's that's your that's your girlfriend and it, there's uh, you know physical contact and there's a, there's a lot going on there in that relationship to to break off. You're not you're not gonna get over the person by still being their friend, and I've been I've been there where it's like, oh yeah, we're, we're broken up, but we're still friends, and guess what? We're still doing, we're still having sex, we're still doing the same exact thing with relationship, and now the the labels are are off, yeah. So it just opens up more stress of like, okay, so even though this this the the imaginary label is off. What else are you doing in your free mm-hmm. time? And it's like it's this is no who else. It's very rare where that 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 can happen. I I'm open for it, but at the same time, like I I think about my most recent girlfriend and how things ended. It's like there's no way we we could have been friends afterwards and have and have her and me be over each other. Yeah, uh, because it's just it was the the vibes were very strong. It was very romantic. It was very lustful and for the way things ended it had to be like we cannot yeah. even look at each other anymore and it's, oh, wow. it's it's sad to say but but thing is given time there still can be communication there because mm-hmm. uh, there is still love there and and but the thing is yeah no we could still be friends Mm-mm. more like you could still be acquaintances maybe yeah because we talked about very briefly in the last episode on how – remember how we talked about trust? Mm-hmm. And I quoted the Lady Gaga and Beyonce telephone music video. Trust is like a mirror. You can fix it if it's broken, but you can still see the crack in that motherfuckers, motherfucker's reflection. And that's still always going to be there. But um, I, I, I've been broken. I'll, I'll talk very briefly about this. So one time that happened to me during a breakup, I got the I still want to be friends. And at that time – I was just so distraught, just so broken. I just felt like, well, then, like, you, you broke up with me. What's the point of us, you know, being together? Like, you clearly, you don't want fucking nothing to do with me. I was just really hurt, and that's just the mentality that I have. But now that I'm an adult, when I hear I still want to be friends, the only thing I say back is, okay, show me. Ooh. Prove it. Ooh, because like you damaged what we had. By, and I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna get a flag. Just like, a, well, she broke a relationship with you. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But um, you kind of put a dent on what we had, and I expect you to hold up your end of the bargain. Because like sometimes when you break up with people, you just leave them alone, and that's the end of it. But if you want to stay friends, you have to put the work into it. Facts. And that is on you. If you don't put the work on it, then you're full of shit. Facts. 
that is on you. It's not my responsibility to make you feel better about you wanting to be friends with me when you don't. You just try not, you're just trying to let someone off easy. But I would prefer if you just said nothing. If I'm, if I'm being totally honest, I'm getting way too personal now. But the point being is if someone says to you in just in the end of a relationship, I still want to be friends, not a grain of salt, buy the whole fucking rock. Damn. Vinny? I think rock. you guys are like totally sp- – both of you guys, like it's all a matter of circumstance, right? Like I've been in a relationship for the last three and a half, almost four years and like it – would piss me off if we broke up and you know i i was out or something and i saw her like talking to another guy like and i think that's just like my own personal like i've been with you for the last four years and it's not a matter of like i don't know maybe that's just me i, I don't know that's but understandable i think i think it's yeah i think time i understand he- i think time heals all wounds though I do. True, true. It, like some wounds are too deep to be healed and it takes a long time though i also agree with that but it's it's circumstance. It's all ma- it's all a matter of your situation. If you guys can be peaceful and you and you're comfortable going out and doing all that, like I'm sure, like if me and my girlfriend were gonna break up tomorrow, it would take me a little while to. Which you will not. No, we won't. <laughs> I no. promise you that. No, we won't. We're good. We're totally good. But I'm just saying. In for example, right? Me personally, I I it would take me some. It would definitely. I would definitely need some time. Do you think eventually okay. y'all could be friends? I don't. I no. Mean, once the romantic line is crossed, you you are not in the you, you get the the time and space you guys need to not hate each other or yeah. or, or you can get mad jealous. You can withstand yeah. seeing her with someone else or him with someone else. Yeah. Um, you're not going to be going to the family picnic with them. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be going to Six Flags with them. Yeah. You're not going to be you're not going to be doing friend things. You're not going jellyfishing. You, you're just you're not <laughs> going to be. It's you might see them on Instagram and Facebook if you can withstand seeing their lives progress without you, which mm-hmm. is pretty fucking depressing in, in in the in the aspect of like, oh wow, I got to see what my life could have been if I stuck yeah. with her, which is like a whole other degree of like, oh wow, social media and relationships. But right. it's just like, yeah, that's, I cross bull. I say bullshit on that is once you pass the romantic line, that's a good point. There's really no going back. And I'll be honest with you. I would want nothing more than like a Jerry Elaine kind of vibe. Remember in the show, they used to date. It was never shown, but they're still best friends. And even time to time, they, you know, yeah, but they still quote, fucking. Yeah. That it's was not, to it's say. not in the show, but <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple episodes, but no, I would want nothing more than that vibe. I had a girl from once we dated when we were very, very, very young and i broke up with her in a very shitty way over over the phone while i was on vacation i'm a bad guy and so you're we, laying in the pool like baby is over <laughs> <laughs> found no, another one but it what when it what ended up happening was and what fitness is time heals all wounds we were kind of standoffish towards each other i was unnecessarily standoffish because i was the one who commenced the breakup but as time progressed we did become friends and it's and to and Bo knows who it is because we were talking about this person earlier today, but mm-hmm. we're not going to say it on the show. TTG stuff right there. Well, no, just off the show. <laughs> but uh, going off of oh that so yeah, sorry. Um, going off of but besides romantic uh, intentions, what else can kill like a friendship other than like like failed asking someone out or. What out there has ruined friendships for you? I'll start because I have the privilege mm-hmm. of saying I have not really had any major falling outs with people. Like all the falling outs I've had are stuff we're going to be talking more about. But I've never really had a – well, actually, no, 
you know, actually, that's not true. I did, I was kind of friends with someone, and what, and when I was dating someone, a mutual friend of ours, I had heard that she said I was not good enough for this girl. Oh. And I was still like, yeah, you, you, oh, I have so many words for you. <laughs> but I was just like, and this person was just kind of a bit off the rails, and their behavior was not up to my standards. Right of friendship but i've been very fortunate to not have like a public ending of a relationship like with friends like usually what happens to friends of mine it's just a natural occurrence like very little like human error right. was responsible kind of for for ending ending friendships so what, what about you guys i am a firm believer that people change and for better and worse. For better and worse, exactly. Exactly. Someone you saw in the same way five years ago, you look at them now, you guys aren't even talking to each other anymore. Before, you guys were seeing each other every day, going to play basketball, doing whatever, doing, doing your just daily activities. With them. It's just, I don't know. I I think I, I agree with what you're saying about natural, natural just people Drift. push away from each other, going to college, going to work. Going to just live. Some people move to California. I I know five people off the top of my head who used to go to high school here, and they all live in California now, just to chase the dream, I guess. So it's just go get that. <laughs> just people. Have I have I personally had friends that I've had those a, friends would be hitting you up in like five years for a place to live. So. <laughs> <laughs> have I keep 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 yeah keep them in touch? <laughs> have I have I personally ever had like. A friendship that I felt betrayed by that I honestly no, not really, you know, not off the top of my head anyway that I can really think of. But because I, I, I generally am pretty, I'm nice to everybody, you know what I mean? I respect you, you respect me. Hopefully, it just it's a two way street. I, right. you know, everyone, everyone that I encounter, I treat with the respect that I want to be treated with, and you know, I don't know, I'm not, you know. I don't feel betrayed by any of my friends or probably, former you probably friends. Probably had a or, good uh, judge of character, though, off rip. Like, if there was something that you saw in somebody, especially like at an early stage of a friendship, like if I see some shit that wrong, rubs in the wrong way, I won't get as close to that person. Yeah, and then you can make that decision whether you want them to be just your, you know, in reach friends that you can talk to sometimes, or your close friends. Right, and that's ex- that's a great example. Yeah, too. I haven't. I don't think I've ever had to like have like a blow up with a friend. Yeah. But uh, I just recently yeah. remembered. So when I went to college, I went to college in New York. And you know how you kind of have like this romanticized view of roommates like, oh, I'm going to meet this person. We're going to be best friends. Yeah. Be best friends forever here and outside of school. So my first roommate when I was a freshman in college, he was from Western Mass. Oh. Like, oh, my God. We're from Massachusetts. I'm from like the more iconic part of Massachusetts. <laughs> but you, you still are in the same commonwealth as me. We're going to be best friends. And as time progressed, he just rubbed me the wrong way week after week after week until I found out he told the entire house that we lived in that had the communications house that I lived in. He said that everyone – it was me and my two other friends. Oh, they all have like Asperger's or something. I don't know like what kind of fucking place they have me in. And when I found out, I wasn't like hurt. I was like pissed. I'm like, how? How fucking dare you speak for me? You don't know what the fuck I have. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. And the, I we was like – I did not go off, but like, because I don't like being angry. Yeah. I don't like yelling at people unless it's like, you know, thematic. But, <laughs> but I was just, I was, I was, I was just hurt because you tried to embarrass me. 
The only thing that can embarrass Antonio Wakawelli is everybody say it. Antonio Wakawelli. Antonio Wakawelli. <laughs> yep. Tony and they, he tried to just like ruin my reputation in this house, and I was not having any of it. And I really was hoping that we could be friends, but you're kind of a dick. Yeah. And hey, lost out, buddy. Yeah. One, one exactly. uh, example I could think of when given this this uh, question, and you, all three of you guys know him, and he's not here to defend himself. And I hope he doesn't hear this because, you know, he's still in that tier list of um, ride, or ride or die or probably just friend now. But and the thing is, he's, he's classic. His name is Ivan Rari. Mm. Oh, and for one, for one moment in high school, and again, he's probably – I've known him for 16 years too. He's in that elementary school uh, crew and he definitely was at one point one of my best friends. Um, he, he's slowly kind of fallen off the uh, tier list ranking of friends and it's really because of – just like instances of where I kind of felt like, you know what, we're kind of growing apart and um, both trying to achieve different things. And there are a few times where I felt like he was selfish. And there's a few instances where it's like, you know, it's not the end of the world type things. It's not like grudge, grudging or, or, or very serious. But it's like, you know what, I'm finding myself not enjoying spending time with you. And um, you shouldn't have to force yourself to have it. Yeah, time. right. And it's it's the 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 funness is outweighing the negative. And I kind of felt some sometimes where I just not felt used or anything like that, but um, just felt like it wasn't a two way street with that friendship. I still love the kid, and I hope he hears this, and I, and I hope to he- see him soon. I haven't seen him in a couple of years actually, um, oh, wow. but. I know you're still very friendly with him, Shlomo, yeah, and you guys know him. And so often. he's uh, one of the funniest, most unique people I know. But um, our friendship isn't as strong as it used to be. And it makes me sad, but at the same time, I understand that's life. And at the end of the day, if he wasn't some shit, I would, I would absolutely write out for him. Hell yeah. Let's just do a brief lightning round of like one word response of what kills friendship. Like I'll start, we'll go counterclockwise. Fakeness. Disrespect. Dishonesty. Racism. Oh, yeah. Unless, you know, you're racist and by all means they're going to be friends with other racists because it would be harder for them the other other way around. Um, let's talk about – because we, we did bring this up about the natural drifting away of friends. And I think that – that's happened to me a lot. And because the good thing, the good thing about the natural drifting is it's no one's fault. Yeah, it's just it something happens. that happens. I've had like a lot of friends from like high school and college. I was buddy buddy with, and you just grow apart. And like I said, it's really no one's fault. It just happens. Like you still see, you still think of them favorably. They're kind of cemented in your mind as the person they were mm-hmm. before they kind of drifted away. And you still you don't you don't think ill of them. You just think, oh, we were good friends. I, I still consider them like a good friend. Like that that's that's pretty much like what's happening with a lot of friends because sometimes I'm friends with someone and then they do something and they they become friends with that circle of friends and I'm just like I move to my own thing and that's what I'm doing. Right. I got friends who like I'll just wish them a happy birthday. Like I know their I know your birthday. Like I, you know it's my homie forever, but we're not talking and chilling on a daily basis. But I still, you know, I still try to reach out to those friends. But, yeah, the natural drift thing, bro, um, I don't think you can fight it. You know, I've seen a lot of instances, even personally, where, like, you know, you don't want to lose a friend, but you're not really losing. Like when, like Vinny said, when people are just doing their own thing and kind of, you know, you're going down different paths 
it's okay. Like you, you can still have that friendship, that relationship, but it doesn't have to be, you know, every single day type of thing. Like there, you can be there supportive for them from a distance. And what Jay just talked about earlier, you're talking about Steve Quinn and he has a kid now. And a lot of that, we, we grow up, we have more responsibilities and we pick our priorities. Mm-hmm. Like, do we want to have on our graves, he was a good friend or he was a good father. I would not be offended if I had like a friend who's, who passed and they said, greatest parent of all time. And that was at the expense of my friendship. Right. I would totally understand. That's a great point. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. I just, I totally agree with. He's like, nah, he's like, nah, bro. Honestly, Um, to me or the kid. (laughs) On the note of natural drifting, sometimes there's a response. Sometimes you know we get in the way. We get we're working. We're busy. Um, Let's debate the responsibility of maintaining a friendship because that also ties into I still want to be friends. Mm -hmm. If you if someone says they want to be friends with you. And you also want to be friends with them. I think it's like a symbiotic relationship of you both have to kind of like put in the thing. Because I want to be friends with you. And they want the same thing of me. So, hey, can you hang out on Saturday? I can't do Saturday. How about Sunday? I can do Sunday morning. Okay, let's hang out. Let's go for a run Sunday morning. It's like a pick and choose kind of thing. I'm very lucky that I'm always very engaging towards people I'm friends with because I don't I, I'm afraid of the drifting because the drifting mm-hmm. can happen to anybody. So anytime, like, even if I feel someone just slowly just slipping away, I go, hey, what are you doing today? Or like, hey, what's up? Or do you remember that time when I, I always try, and this is for me, I always try to keep my outline, my lines open for my friends. I always try yeah. to remind them that, hey, remember, you're friends with me and I got you. <laughs> Drop a line. That's, that's the most important thing. Just check in, see how they're doing. I do that from time to time where I'm like, yo, how you doing, bro? <laughs> hope all's well. Like, literally, hope all's well. That's all you got to say. And then it's like, oh, then you spark a conversation, then you might spark things back up. But, yeah, there is there is somewhat of a, a weight there where, like, if you truly want that friendship, you got to put a little bit of effort in. Mm-hmm. And by little bit, like, yo, send a text message right. once every couple months i just started sending christmas cards this year did you because nice. three of my friends three the three my three best friends from college two in new york one in florida and i and i like, this is the first time i've ever done it so i'm like i go on my phone like how to send a letter <laughs> oh my god we should do a christmas card for the station this year yes and there'll be online exclusive enough <laughs> oh yeah we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get Andy to do something sure. but see again i I put in the work because I still want to be friends with everybody. Oh yeah, I I like I like I like having friends. And I think the advantage of uh, current times is social media, where it's mm-hmm. like if you haven't really talked to a friend, but you see them post an Instagram story or a Snapchat story, you can slide up and mm-hmm. just be like, "Ha ha, that, that's awesome!" Ha ha, or like, "Congrats!" I, I remember when we used to do something like that, and you can instantly reach out by that, and it's kind of like. Their their story was kind of like a fishing hook, and it's like you could you can easily get reeled in and um, show demonstrate that like hey like I'm still your friend I'm still here I still uh, I see I see your moves and of course um, the aspect of like if, if a friend is having a business or uh, is an artist and has something that you can you can help um, promote or or help build and that's something that if you really are serious about. Um, friendship it's you should absolutely um, be helping towards someone's dreams instead of of holding them back yeah (laughs) 
So out of all the topics we discussed about how friendships kind of end, what do you think is like the most common reason why friendships end? We talked about the- murder. <laughs> Logically. Like, you bitch. It's supposed to be shotgun. But uh, so we have like the mutual parting of ways, failed romantic intentions, the natural drifting apart. Like what do you guys see? If there was like a scientific study – on why people aren't friends anymore, what do you think the most common reason would be? I just think bitch assness. Like, yeah. if you're just like a bitch ass person, yeah. and like I recognize this, I'm not going to be your friend no more. Um, no, but seriously, probably um, again, just someone being ungenuine, um, really selfishness, um, and all, all around, you can just you can you have a a feel for a person and their intentions and how you want to proceed with them. Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying, man. I totally like, I'm on the same page as you too. I just, I feel like life is just like the craziest thing ever. <laughs> honestly. I mean, there are people that I haven't seen in years texting me, calling me saying, I'm sorry for my grandfather and everything. And just, just because, just because they're not in your rear view mirror right away. Like life, you got to have two eyes on the front of the road, yep. dude, you're going to crash. Mm-hmm. But it's always nice to be able to, you know, look out the rear view, see your buddy. Hey, what's up? It's like, oh, man. What's you know, up, I'm, kid? I haven't oh, yeah. What's going on? You know what I mean? And just, hell yeah. There's just, there's some people that you just have that connection with. I think. And even though you, oh, sorry. Oh, no, go sorry ahead. You, go ahead. Oh, right. <laughs> even, even though you're drifting apart and life, because everyone's in their own lane, man. You know what I mean? You don't want to cut somebody off, right, when they're about to. About to make a crazy move onto this next crazy city or mm-hmm. whatever. What, you just mm-hmm. want to be there, be supportive for them. And even though you're not there, you can be there just like you said, Bo, in a text, a call. That's all it takes, man, to, for someone to know that you care. I feel, I feel the most common reason is just that people, they grow up and they grow apart. And it's never no one's fault. It's never like, a, oh, I'm going to get a job in, in Lansing so I don't have to talk to Shlomo anymore. I don't think people do that. <laughs> I just think time. people naturally, you know, I don't want to say life gets in the way, but life makes itself more clear. And it, like, brings new priorities where, again, you have to give and take and sometimes – um, friends fall or friends are forever. Yeah. And that's, I think, what happens with growing up. So I think growing up, like, and you still have, like, friends that you've been with, like, in your 40s, then, like, you know and you're set and you're comfortable. Call so, those day ones right there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, so if familiar. I were to pick, I think it would be just the natural, just growing up. I wouldn't say it's a friend killer, but I'd say it's a friend redefiner. Ooh. Nice. So what do you think? Uh, at least personally, um, the drifting obviously is the number one uh, cause of just like friendships going kind of, you know, cold or whatever. But definitely uh, romantic relationships like didn't work out, mm-hmm. you know, like I have a lot of like f- like friends or former friends uh, who, you know, at one time we were intimate and like things didn't work out. And, you know, you know, I don't talk to them, I don't see them, but it's not, there's no ill in ill intentions there but that's definitely like a major cause of like the big relationships pyramid schemes a lot of yeah a lot of scam artists credit card fraud you you, you offer me a chance to make money (laughs) with a pyramid scheme you're getting blocked 
<laughs> we will be talking about that in a future episode. <laughs> so let's let's give some advice to the kids out there. I don't know what kind of kids would listen to mm-hmm. this, even though we like kids listen to our show. What advice can we give on how to make friends and even rekindle old friendships? Because remember how sometimes you drift apart? And we actually, we kind of already just did that. Just like, just give them a call, just shoot them a text. Yeah. But what advice can we give to make new friends to some people? Like, and yeah, move to a new city, or they're going to a school right. out of state, or they're just get they're putting themselves back out there. I got you with some advice. I'd say just genuinely, just be yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't try to put on a front or you know be something that you're not. Like, just as, as long as you are yourself, you know, people are going to be naturally drawn to that and. Even if you change, like embrace that, you know, don't be afraid to to change for the better. And if people can't understand that, they can't like cope with the fact that you're changing, you're evolving, like that's okay. Like they don't have to be, you don't have to be friends with everybody. And more importantly, if you lie and they find out you're a Mm. bad friend because you lied to them. Exactly. I'd say put yourself out there. I wouldn't say be vulnerable, but be willing to make the there's a there's a quote from Frazier but it's about love but I think it can go to friendship too it's love is a risk and we all have to learn to take the leap mm. I think friendships like that because it is even for me a social person it is still kind of difficult to go up and talk to someone who I have no idea anything about like what if I go up to them and they're like how are you when they have a funny voice and I will <laughs> and I I would I, I'd ruin my reputation for laughing at their ridiculously funny voice but I think just talk to people because, like, sometimes, like, they're, like, what's the introverts out there mm-hmm. who are, like, they don't really talk much. You don't know how much of their day you can make by saying hi to them. Mm. That's true. And we, and you don't know. They are – some some. there's a lot of people out there who are, like, an uncut gem. Mm-hmm. And I think when you – when you put in the when you put in the labor for friendship, you get to see how how they shine. Oh yeah, step out of your comfort zone. Um, try to find people that like to do the same shit that you do. If you like sucking farts, if that's your thing, find other. Okay, fart- so yeah, call me. <laughs> find 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 other fart suckers. If you, you know, um, just finding common ground with someone um, and things you can bond over. Um, Obviously, like, for instance, I'm a huge pro wrestling fan. If I really, really? if I didn't have enough friends and I wasn't already kind of a person that, you know, I, I'm not looking to find new friends, uh, I'd go to local pro wrestling shows and try to mingle with other pro wrestling fans. Or um, I'm a big sports guy, you know, go to sporting events, um, mm-hmm. concerts. Put yourself uh, out there. Yeah, you know, put, put yourself out there. Absolutely. Uh, Vinny? I just, if I could give one piece of advice that has always worked for me personally, just trying to find the people that you connect with and that you want to be your friends, just be kind. Just, just be, just be kind and be what you were saying to what all you guys were saying. Be open, be genuine with who you are. Cause if you put on a front and your fakeness shows, you you gravitate at my fakeness. No, you, you remember you said fake. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but um. Anyway, so you bring you bring people together that are a different personality than you just because you're putting on a front because you want people to like you, and then you actually get to know them and you have nothing in common, mm-hmm. and you guys are just you wasted all this time on pe- on people that could give a shit about you. Right. If you're just in the business of making friends, just get a bunch of money and right. people will follow and yeah. people will try to just be your friend to, to mooch off you or, or try to gain something from them. But at the end of the day, you won't have any genuine friends usually. Right. Let's right. see how much happiness exactly. that can buy you. Yeah, that's true. 
I know I don't have this on here, but I just want to briefly, it's another lightning round. Uh, mixing friend groups. Are we yay or nay? Big fan, big fan. Oh, I'm, really? the t- I'm the type where, like, I'll be hanging out with someone and, like, if so, you know, I have to meet up with someone else. I'll just throw it in the pot because, like, I, I genuinely believe that, like, anyone I surround myself with is a good shit. Like, it's a good person. And I don't know. I like introducing people, like, connecting dots, people that would have never met each other if it wasn't for me. So, like, so I no, love that. So, you've no reservations. Like, your, your friends from California could definitely be at the same party as your QP friends. They have before and they probably will again. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Because sometimes, like, I know this is something that I have. A lot of – I do have friend groups mm-hmm. and some of them are just drastically different. Like, I think my work friends would be appalled <laughs> if they came here. A lot, Like I said, a lot of them are older and a lot of them right. from the art crowd and they see me. They go, that's how a young man's supposed to be. And then I'm here <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck you, you piece of shit. I hate your guts. I want to run over your mother. <laughs> And then they'll be they'll be shocked. So I'll, I I would definitely be into it, but approach with caution because you know quote Seinfeld you you don't want the universes to collide. Mm. Yeah, I don't have many different friend groups that don't already know each other or anything like that. But I could definitely see the negatives of mixing friend groups. I think about when you're making your plate at a cookout, like you don't want your your mashed potatoes to get mixed up with your um your What's not good with mashed potatoes? Your salad. Bro. Your salad. You don't want to. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to. You don't want to get the gravy on with the watermelon on, on your watermelon. Yeah, absolutely. What the? Th- thanks for the food. Sticks. Thanks for the food comparisons. I appreciate that. You know where I'm going with. But there's definitely. I can see how some people wouldn't want to mix friend groups, and you keep you keep your salad away from your exactly. gravy. Vinny, I just am a firm believer of surrounding your people. I mean, surrounding your friend group with the people that you like and that you think will, that you resonate with. And I don't know, I've I've had the fortunate opportunity to live in St. Louis for a little bit of my life. So I have a completely different friend group all the way across the country. Like you have California all over the place, but like... They they've driven they've driven up here before and have I've showed a long them the same, drive too. I, well, yeah, oh, they were yeah. doing this whole crazy trip, just driving around. I don't know, but they came up and I took them to the Sam Adams factory. I took them all over the place. Went to the beach and it, like they you know they live in St. Louis. They have lakes and shit. They don't have like the ocean. You know what I mean? So hey, like yeah, we got that good ocean. <laughs> Wallace Beach, baby. It'd be easier for people like if you you always have friends that are all kind of like the same. Like, if you have friends that are just, like, radically different, then, no, I don't expect them to get along. But, uh, Vinny, I want to ask you, how do they talk down there in St. Louis? They think that I talk really weird. They talk... Do they sound like this now? No, not even. Let's go to the arch. So, I've been, like... I'm going for Jay Nixon. (laughs) So, I lived in, like, the city of St. Louis, so there wasn't a lot of, like, country stuff, like, Midwest stuff. But, like, my friend... My friend Eric, who lives down in Hannibal, Missouri. Now, that's a city off of a highway, and it's like I was was 16. I walked into a bar one time, and he goes, what do you have, kid? And I was like, "Uh, a beer? And he goes, what kind of beer? And I didn't even know. I'm like, just a bottle. (laughs) You know, whatever whatever you got. The key is to talk like you got molasses coming out (laughs) your mouth. (laughs) It's just like, you know, I I went to go see him my friend's father play in the bar and I just was sitting at the bar like, you know, just not, yeah, you want a beer? Uh, Yeah. Okay, sure. I I would, I would love one. Yeah. And then I ended up getting hammered and, (laughs) you know, like going crazy, loving the music and, you know, whatever. 
who threw up where. We're not talking about uh, that. Who threw up where? I mean? Who threw up on what? Who broke what car? <laughs> who hijacked a bus? Regardless. Yeah, man. St. Louis is all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I have, I, so I, there's some people that I just have no idea like how they sound like. How do people from like Ohio? Well, I do know how Ohio people talk. They have the Midwestern accent. But I I I rewatched. Yo, speaking uh, of, sorry, go ahead. I, I rewatched Knives Out last night with like oh, Daniel Craig and like oh, he has like that like that that duck accent. Mm. And then I kind it kind of made me do like the Frank Underwood. And I just love talking that 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 that, that sinister Southern accent. <laughs> sinister. <laughs> Yeah, you mentioned Ohio. I got a I got a message on Facebook today from Ohio. The oh, yeah? state. Yes. Well, a couple people down there. My boy Scooby. Oh, that's right. They sent me some pictures of my dog. I gotta my I gotta dog. go pick him up from uh, Ohio in like a month and a half. But he's doing good, man. He's getting big. He's starting to open his eyes. That's awesome. I'm so smart. I thought you got him this morning. <laughs> no, I wish, bro. He's still he's still growing up, man. He's a little pup. Because I saw him, like it's kind of small to like like this dog's kind of small to go half across the country. <laughs> no, he's. I'm going to go pick him up. But you guys are my best friends until I get Scooby and then Sayonara. That's the Scooby Show. The Scoobito, yes, sir. So, Scoobito. So now it's time for the good old fun question. A good, 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 real thought thinker. All right. So, and this is a very like intense one because I still don't really have the answer to this. So this requires mm-hmm. some context. So, in 1977, NASA launched the Voyager spacecrafts, and both contained the Voyager Golden Record, which were phonographic records containing information of the life and culture of the planet Earth. Now, we here at Mass Music Radio have been recruited by NASA. To prepare the next generation of golden records, what do we put in them to show what life is like in the modern Earth? And I have no idea because wow, <laughs> because I looked at every single picture inside of the of the record, and they specifically chose like there's no violence, there's no like pictures of weapons, no like sad or anger photos. Most of the photos on there are of like. Nature and happiness and like people dancing and like the sky and stuff. So you ha- you kind of have to we have to come off as a non. So they're sugarcoating it. Yeah, that's me. exactly what they did. And then there's a there's a message from then President Jimmy Carter. <laughs> so what from 1978 to 2020 do we put in there? I do have one. 78. Jeez. And Jesus. Vinny's gonna be a little upset. I think we should send them Vinny's <laughs> fucking... picture up there. Yeah, that, to uh, Vincent. That, I love that. There's this auto, uh, autographed uh, magazine cover. <laughs> James, what do you think that we should say? Would I have to give the address? And it's from we, – we could put – is this supposed to be a time capsule for 1978 through through now? We can, yeah, we want them to know what the there's earth so is There's so much like. shit. I put an iPhone in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's kind of like definitely what's what is centered around the universe right now, like phones. But I'm I'm taken aback by the whole like the whole Air time because there's so much things that happened. Yeah. That time, like, immediately I thought this question was going to be just like just this year alone. So I was thinking like a mask, a white claw, like just like things <laughs> oh, that are very relevant claw. right now. But like you go back to '78, like Jesus Christ, like we could put, you like, throw a pair of Jordans in there. Yeah, uh, definitely uh, an iPhone. Uh, I think we should just like give them all of the. Now that's what I call music CDs. Every <laughs> single one, from number one to number whatever we're on, and somehow they'll be able to play them. Just so they have an idea. Honestly, just nothing else. Just one thing. A stink bomb. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, wow, we got got. It just says suck just on the this. Earth does not get fucked with. You're right. That's a good idea. We have to fight them. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh man. <laughs> Reverse that coordinate. Uh, what else can we put? What what iconic things? How about a kazoo? <laughs> no, a kazoo's a dirty napkin. <laughs> <laughs> A stoner rat from Bravo. Shout yeah, out Bravo. Sponsor. Throw a hoodie. Ten percent. You know. Yep. Um, a picture of the Mass Music Radio crew. Yeah. And it'll say "Welcome anytime." Yep. Yep. With a with a check Down and a the smiley app. face. Whatever. So is this just? general we're sending this up there for other life to see it or is the earth ending and we're sending stuff so that they can come back down new race of people can start over it's basically what their plan was they threw they put it on the voyager and they just launched it forward and whatever if it like runs into anything they're gonna pick it up and look at it like it's basically it's a it's a mess it's a it's a message in a bottle really okay yeah i would definitely put sean paul cd in there (laughs) Dutty Rock. Uh, what else should we A put? blunt with some loud. Yeah, some weed. Yes. So like some of the best weed on earth. See, but we need to do the, a flavor of backwoods. They don't, you know, they discontinued all um, flavored like tobacco. Like an exclusive so pack for in, them. Like, I don't know. They were just going to... Furby. Roll yeah. joint. Are there any iconic <laughs> photos of the last 40-some years that we can put in there? Like any, like, anything miraculous? I'm sure there is. And you know, I think Michael I think Phelps a, smoking that bong. I think, a piece, I think a picture of peaceful protesters with their arms up and on yeah. their knees yeah. should definitely be in there. Just go to my Instagram. Let's see. Pick what? any photo you want. <laughs> Iconic. Send it. Got it. And I'm the host of Remember One of the 2010s. That's only <laughs> friggin' 10 out of the 50 years that we've missed. Uh, <laughs> we can put in a picture of Harambe. Mm. Mm-hmm. And we can write what happened to him. <laughs> I feel like out of like everything that's happened seltzers. in the last fifty years, that's something that's the top of the list, Antonio. I feel like alcoholic seltzers definitely took a took a big leap because now everybody does it. Corona, Bud, everybody. We're basically sending these aliens a party box. Yeah, yeah. we're giving them the music. We're giving them the, the, Put the my mixtape in there. Music. <laughs> yeah, they got the Sean Paul CD, a White Claw, a Blunt. They're all set. They got a pair of Jordans too if yeah, they want to ball up. Like, damn, oh, they'll be good. I think we're kind of killing this. How about a yo-yo? No, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm thinking like a couple boxes of marshmallows. Connect uh, four. Yeah, <laughs> like, like Connect four. I'm kind of a slut for Connect four. Like what's something Jenga like, would be lit. That probably was invented like '87. Like like some of like you could you could put in like a really old gaming device like a GameCube 64. and then put in like a Nintendo Switch next to it or something so you can see like Get oh yeah by the way <laughs> you know what I mean there's a big difference now. Oh, this yeah. is the best we can do. Yeah right. Not bad. Uh, is there anything else? Is there any uh, a habit of shake weight? <laughs> put in a put in Nike, one. Put in a pair of Nike Elites. Nah, I think my stink bomb idea is probably the best one. Yeah, stink bomb, <laughs> one one stink bomb with the note. Yeah, with the note. Probably the you know the the troll the troll cartoon face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just one of those. And- yeah. See you later. Have fun smelling. That kind of that kind of sums up the last <laughs> sums up the last twenty. I say that usually years. every day, bro. I think I I would, just, I would put in drawings it. of aliens. I put in drawings of aliens and just be like, "Which one are you?" And then they'll circle and they'll send it back, and then you know we'll have an idea. Oh man, that's a good idea. I think we should just send uh, like a TV playing the movie twenty twelve just nonstop. And this is what happened. Oh, I'm definitely lying to my kids saying what, I fucking... That's what happened to us. <laughs> I was the lead man in that, and we I fished out all of our, all of our friends, and I'm the reason why we're all alive. You're welcome. Save the day. Yeah. I'm kind of leaning towards uh, doing that, too, lying yeah, about absolutely. what happened in 2012. 
What happened in 2012, Papa? Oh. <laughs> well, let me tell you. Popping that DVD right there. I'm definitely gonna. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna exaggerate. Well, actually, I, should, I don't even really have to exaggerate. But 2020 has been an insane year to be living through. Like Just in 30 years, when your kids are like, "Yo, you lived through 2020." Like, Yo, history shit. books. You call that lift. The fan. It was hitting the fan. Yeah, I was unemployed, getting sauced every day. <laughs> but That's I made as far as they know. Pop you were off. struggling, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, the world is changing right now, and I think, I hope. That is changing for the better. Too, I, think- I hope so too. And that is what we give to the aliens. Facts. <laughs> so we got uh, some recommendations, right? Yes, recommendations. We always make recommendations for our fans on what to listen, what to watch, what to read, anything, any <sighs> new workouts that you're doing. Something that I want to talk about. And oh boy, uh, I watched this movie a couple weeks ago. It's on Netflix. And Amazon Prime, so that's for you guys out there who have privilege to have both. Check out the Train to Busan. Has anybody heard of that? No. Train to Busan heard of it. is a South Korean zombie movie. Oh, it is nuts. <sighs> it's in Korean, but you did have the option to have the English dub, and like, absolutely not. I will turn on those subtitles, mm-hmm. and I got to uh, tell I'm you, it else. is one of the best zombie movies that I've seen in a very long time because I've been. I've been watching the walk. I haven't watched The Walking Dead recently, but for the 2010s, I was watching The Walking Dead through most of the time, and that's how I always assumed what the genre will always be. But this came out in 2016, kind of like at the like near the end of the peak of The Walking Dead, and I always forget how other zombie movies can do it. Like one of my favorite zombie movies was *Anna the Apocalypse*, which I'll talk about later. And another one, it's a Christmas zombie musical. Oh crazy. wow, it's crazy. But *Train to Busan*, check it out. It's it's scary. It's thought-provoking, and if I got that teaching job, you know we'd be talking about it on Netflix, on Amazon Prime, and check it out. You will not regret it unless you don't like reading. I got a recommendation. Uh, Drive-in movie theater. Yes, sir. Yes. Good times all around. There's one in Menden. Menden. Mm -hmm. I was going to say Medford. Menden, Massachusetts. It's like uh, 45 minutes outside of Boston, but it's a good time. I thought it was... uh, an interesting experience. You put the radio on, syncs up with the screen. It's beautiful. Did they play? Let's all go to the lobby. <laughs> let's all go to the lobby. Everybody, let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Boom, boom, boom. Now they did play a few like promos for the actual theater. They were like gassing it up. There was like a snack shack type of thing, and they made it look like it was like the most popping. Like on the screen, it was like people like dancing and the thing. And I drove by it. It was nothing was going on over there. Stop dancing. Watch the movie. Exactly. We're trying to watch uh, Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> again because no other movies are coming out. Vinny, Vinny what do you got? Uh, any good re- relationships? Any good recommendations? I just finished Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh. The whole it show? Was, it was sick. It was just like three seasons. It, like I remember really? vaguely three watching seasons? it. Yeah, of Avatar. And I, I remember being a kid and watching it, and I'm like, wow, it's pretty cool. It watching so it as fun. an adult, it's like, wow, I didn't even understand half of this shit when I was watching it. But now that I get it, pretty cool, man. Hey. This stuff's pretty cool. And then they got, I don't know if you're into cooking shows, Hell's Kitchen. Oh. Hell's Kitchen is some heat, and you should watch it if you haven't already. Because all, all that dude does is yell at people, and it's like the funniest shit that I've ever seen. Right, right. Come here. <laughs> Love it. 
Jamesy, what you got, buddy? Um, oh, recommend you follow me on Twitter at Jimmy from the Q. Uh, that's Jimmy from the Q on Twitter. Um, I really don't have anything to recommend based off what we're supposed to. I will get political, even though I'm supposed not to. Uh, don't be racist. Yep. If you see people being racist, check them. Um, and let's all just be nice to one another. That's my recommendation. So, did you read any good books? Being racist. Uh, I don't know how to read. Oh. And that's the worst part is I never learned how to read. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, yeah, going off that uh, promotions, uh, if anybody has enjoyed this episode, feel free to binge watch the other episodes of this uh, series, MMR Talks, right here on Mass Music Radio. It's a show that I'm involved in. It's a show that we're all involved in. And we'd love it if you got to check out every episode. Yes, sir. Till next time. All right. Mass Music Radio. Download the app. Uh, go to the website. Buy some merch. Tell your friends. Tell your sister. Tell the friends that you're not even friends with anymore. Because um, we talked about that. So you can maybe reach out, rekindle that friendship by showing them the great Mass Music Radio app. Tell yes, everybody. And I'm going to say this now so we can make uh, make it concrete. Check out James's new show, Down the Line. That's not what it's called, but Down the Line. And I can't wait to listen to it. And I bet you can't either. And thank you for joining us today at MMR Talks. See you next time. Bye.